Hey Ryan, what's up, man? What's going We're on? We're back. We're back we from summer back. break. Summer break, dude. Man, what kind of school are we in? We got a whole bunch of breaks. I know, we, man. We should be coming out with like probably the same four podcasts a week, huh? Bro. Yeah, right. I feel like we're doing four podcasts a week. I know. Hey, I just want to give ourselves a shout out, bro. I don't know if we can do that on air, but this is our show, so we can do whatever we want. Hello. But, bro, I'm just well, no, for real though. Like, I've had so many people reach out to us, like, wow, dude, you guys are crushing season two. And uh, we just want to tell all of our followers and fans, thank you so much for the support, the encouragement. And when I tell you that we have been working really hard uh, to put this together, I mean, I think our wives um, are like ready for us to go on vacation from the from Mm -hmm. all the stuff we're doing because we're just like constantly leader huddle, leader huddle, leader huddle. Yeah. But you know what? Phone calls, meetings with Lorraine. Shout out to Post, Lorraine. Man. Shout out to Lorraine. She's been doing She's a great doing a job with her social media. Fantastic yeah. job. So but there's all we're always strategizing. Strategizing. Like even even well, I, I don't want to gas us up too much, but there's there's a lot of work that goes into yeah, it. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. But but that being said, bro, um, and I want to thank you for being. Uh, and I know he's gonna make a joke about cheese right now, but it's gonna get cheesy, okay? But I just want to. I do want to say thank you for uh, joining the show, bro. I. I, I think it's been really awesome having you part of the show. Man, it's good to be here. It really is. I'm glad you uh I'm glad you agree. Cuz whenever <laughs> I signed, I signed a, a temporary uh uh, nope, bro, you're here for to stay, I signed bro. a temporary contract and I said I'm going to give you the option to uh the uh to to cut ties if it doesn't go that great and it bro, we it's can still be friends. Great. We can yeah, still Honestly, be friends. dude, people tell me all the time, even my wife uh, she started listening once you became a co-host. Well, I mean, it is clear I am the better, the better co-host. <laughs> I mean, I say, I say you're the humor. Exactly. Kind I of. said the same thing. The yeah. better. And I'm, I'm the looks. <laughs> cricket, cricket. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. No, we we do make a good team for sure. Yeah, man. For but sure. it's been great, dude. And 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 we have some exciting stuff happening. So uh, if you want to support the leader huddle, we want to invite you to join our Patreon. You can visit our website, theleaderhuddle.com. It's literally the central hub for everything that we have. So we have our Patreon, which has exclusive content from every episode. Uh, we have links to you know different businesses that we're being sponsored by, which, by the way, we are being sponsored by... Alliance Softwash, Softwash Services. Services. That's right. All of your cleaning exterior needs, driveway, roof, solar panels, gutters, yep. Um anything on the exterior of your home. And right now, if you book with Alliance Softwash Services, you can get 20% off by DMing them and mentioning the leader huddle using correct. code leader huddle 20. That's me and my brother-in-law, Michael, who's yeah. a soon to be guest on yes. here. Yes. He's already kind of teased us. Yeah, a little he has. Bit. He's going to be fire. Yeah, Holy gonna moly. He's going to bring it. I already know. So speaking of guests, dude, um, we have an awesome, awesome lineup today. Uh, really, really Great episode and interview that we have lined up with Oscar. Yeah, Adello. I just met that guy, Oscar. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys don't know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We've known each other for a few yeah, years. Yeah, man. It's going to be a really good episode. Yeah, so why don't we jump in and, and let's meet Oscar. Let's go. Take me there. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Leader Huddle Podcast with Gabe and Ryan. This is where we talk about leadership, life, and God. I'm Gabe. And I'm Ryan. Thank you guys so much for making us part of your day. This is the Leader Huddle Podcast.
right, we are here with the one and only Oscar Adello. Man, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate your time and you coming on uh, to the leader huddle. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, and I'm super, super thankful and proud of you for rocking your leader huddle merch. Oh, man, I wish there was video so everybody could see this. We'll, we'll, we'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. Absolutely. There you go. We got to do that. So, Oscar, you are the co-owner of Optimum Air, Glow Leader, everything. You, you just do everything at the Anchor Church, huh? I do whatever I can do. Yeah, there you go. Whatever I can do, whatever they need. Spoken like to, a true try to be humble, humble leader. servant right there. That's right. <laughs> and that's what a leader is. That's a synonym. Mm. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. That's your bit of knowledge. That's it. For today. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> go get <laughs> so, um, man, you and I go way back, bro. I was telling Gabe yesterday, I think it was um, sixth grade. This was the year before seventh. And then um, we went to uh, we went to middle school together. It's a miracle that place is still standing. <laughs> it's a miracle. Gabe's laughing, but down for sure. like, man, the stories. Oh Lord, the stories. Um, and then throughout high school, we we were super super close. And then I went off to the army, and then you came up to New York to to visit. Was that your first time out of California? Uh, no, it wasn't my first time out of California. But that trip was. It was remarkable. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it was incredible. New York City of 2014. Oh, Never forget it. We need a podcast just for that trip I know, that was right crazy. there. That was epic. That was crazy. Um, and then whenever I came back home from when I got out of the Army, um, we just, we, we'd never really been separated. You know, and even when you guys, you know, left to evangelize and then even yeah. whenever you went to join the Army, I mean, we just, we stayed in contact throughout. So definitely. Uh, whether it was phone calls or trips. So I, w- I want to know, I feel like I'm interviewing you two right now. I want to know what was like the most memorable sixth grade story, bro. I if you want to get that, you got to go to Patreon. You'll get that on Patreon. Okay, we'll go to Patreon for that. But just because give me that a highlight. Is like, give me a highlight, you know, just a highlight. T- tease we for Patreon. We didn't, we didn't go to school together in the sixth grade. Uh, we just, we went to the same church. Mm. And... Uh, you know, Eagles Peak, which is the school that we went to, they, they're lucky that we didn't go to school together seventh and eighth grade. We just went to school together eighth grade. And like he said, it's it's a miracle that's still standing. Man, it the our choir teacher, what was his name? Mr. Golden. Mr. Golden. Mr. Golden. Love Man. that guy. Was probably, he, he probably he doesn't love me, but I love no, that guy. He wasn't golden. No, he didn't love either one of us. <laughs> so just to just to tease Patreon tease real quick. It, tease it. And um so we had electives in, in eighth grade, and for whatever reason, they literally said that we could – I mean, this is this will give you a little bit of context. They would not let us be in the same electives. Right. Like they said, Oscar Adello, Ryan Dunahoe, separate Different. electives. Yep. You guys can't be in the same elective class, yeah. And they said the only one you can do together because they thought we wouldn't do it was choir. <laughs> <laughs> and we looked at each other and was like, all right, bet. Let's for sure. do it. Like, let's go. Yep. How bad can choir be? Yep. And unfortunately, I didn't learn how to sing. I can only speak for myself. But, man, Mr. Golden I had his for hands you. full. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can too. That's all right. I, I, that's, I, I don't claim that I can sing. Never have, never will. But Mr. Golden had his hands full. There was one time we were uh, 
class was just about to start after lunch and Oscar um, comes I I in. Got, I got kicked out. I got oh. kicked out of class. <laughs> that was semi-regular occurrence for either one of yeah. us. He got he gets kicked out and then um, like the office staff comes looking for him. Yeah. They're like, where's Oscar? And uh, they look at me instantly. And I'm just like, <laughs> I shrug. And I didn't say anything because I didn't lie. I just like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying nothing. He was literally underneath the the instructor's desk <laughs> hiding and we are busting out laughing it was so funny it, it was oh man stories it was so funny we, we would hilarious. have hours of stories if we we dove into everything you know what let me tell but, a story real fast because oh, this, this one's this crazy is... and you can edit it out if you need to because this one's bad <laughs> like this one's like really bad we just want to apologize in advance the to Ryan's parents right now. Oh, no, no. this one's bad. There's right, levels so, to these stories. So, so I'm I, just wondering how bad is bad. Oh, okay. no, this one's this one's bad. <laughs> oh, no. Ryan didn't want to be at school one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut. This is no, so go, bad. Go, 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 go. For whatever reason. I know Ryan why, because we had a test and I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. He didn't want to be at school. What grade is this? Eighth grade. Eighth grade, okay. <laughs> he literally didn't if want to. If you guys could see Ryan right now, he is turning about as red <laughs> it's, it's as bad. a tomato. Okay, oh, bad. Go, man. go. He didn't want to be at school one day. And, you know, in the morning, he was just like, bro, I don't want to be at school. For whatever reason, I guess I guess it's because there was a test. I remember that test. I wasn't ready for it. And he was just Shocker. kept telling me, like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Throughout the whole morning, throughout, you know, first, second, uh, third period, whatever. Lunch comes around or recess comes around, or PE, whatever, and uh, we, usually, we usually played basketball or football, and Ryan really didn't want to be at school that day. So what did you do? You, fa- you faked uh, dehydration. Yeah. Uh, you fainted. He yeah. faked. <laughs> he faked like he fainted. And oh. I said, all right, when I go down, you call the PE teacher. Yep. I forget his name, Mr. Oh man, it was Camacho or something. Yeah, that, I think that's Camacho. what it was. I said, "You go get him, and you got to be dramatic." All right. So he said, "Are you really about to do this?" And I just <laughs> thump. Yep. He laid fell down over. When Ryan makes over. up his mind to do something, especially back then. Like, <laughs> oh it, my it was god! Over. And I could not believe it, but I just had to do my part. I ran. Didn't I wink Camacho. at you, or like I opened my yes, eyes? Every like, I mean, it was a small school, so everybody was over there. Cause oh my god, Ryan <laughs> fainted. He's like unconscious. <laughs> Everybody's like staring at him. Were you seizing or you were just out? No, no, no. I was just laying I think I remember one girl was like crying. Oh, yeah. uh, Amy. Somebody was crying. And then. Amy or Eva? Trish is going to go look up Amy. Who's this Amy? Right. No. And then I look at him and in the corner of his eye, he opens his eye and like winks at me. It was so (laughs) funny. It was so funny. Bro, that's hilarious. It was comedy, Oh, man. I just have a follow-up question. Do you feel like either one of your kids... Are gonna be like that, Langston. I, I can Langston. only pray that no. the Lord wouldn't. Do I know that what your prayer bro, is as a parent. Langston's already crazy, bro. Langston's a wild, <laughs> he's wild, bro. Oh my goodness. He's he's I know what your prayer is as a parent, but I'm just saying. No, Lang- Trisha told me a story today. So um, Monday was his birthday, and we're doing a little happy birth- birthday, Langston. Yes, sir. And we're having the um, uh, his aunties and and uncles, everybody coming over tomorrow. And uh, grandma bought some some gifts for Langston, and she goes into the room and hides them. And Trisha told me today that he was spending like 20 minutes looking for the gifts. And she was like, he's three years old. He just turned mm-hmm. three. Like, And I was like, I'm on the phone. I'm like, yeah. That's Unfortunately, that's me. Like, yeah. that that was me. Like, it was a game for me. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. And I when I would found them. You were that kid that, like, your parents had to threaten you if you shook the Christmas boxes, the presents, or did you? Did that, did that happen in your house? We didn't do Christmas. Oh, you didn't do Christmas? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we did No, I was definitely shaking the gifts, trying to figure out what it was, and then oh, I just yeah. figured out I could tape it back. That's, well, that's another story. But, man, movie. Gabe, wow. where, where did you meet Oscar? Uh, Oscar and I just recently got acquainted at Hyphen. So, and, uh, is it SoCal Hyphen or? Hyphen Conference 2021. Hi- yes, Hyphen Conference 2021. Mm-hmm. That was so, awesome, by the way. Man, dude, it, it was. was so I wish good. I could have stayed for the whole weekend. It, it was, was awesome. so good. Now, I gave you my number at Hyphen. Or, no, rather, you gave me your number. Right. I thought I gave you my number. And uh, when we had that, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, the bonus episode, go check it out. It's hilarious. It was great. He's like, call call Oscar. He'll answer. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, he's not going to answer me, dude. Like, we just barely met. He's all, trust me, dude. He's going to answer. First ring, dude. <laughs> and if you, if I, I actually sound clipped that and put that on our Instagram because that yeah. was the best, yeah. re, best reaction to that whole thing. It was like, hey, praise the Lord. I don't know who this I'm not going to lie. I don't know who this <laughs> is. But hey, it's all good. And then I'm like, hey, this is the leader he's huddle. going with it. Leader Huddle, what's up? I was like, Leader Huddle in the building. There we go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's it's the beginning of of a new friendship here. But yeah, I can already tell, bro. You're you're a solid guy. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Hey, so at that hyphen event, I seen that you had on like some headphones or something. Were you like listening to music during the preaching or oh, what? No. We had headphones and you were running around doing. Doing all that stuff. No, bro. I'm in college, bro. I was on a on a Zoom call, a Zoom session during the <laughs> preaching. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, it literally looked like 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 literally like yeah. in ears that we have on right now. No, yeah, our hyphen team, uh, they do everything first class, and we just had to make sure that we had walkie talkies and everybody was on board on the same page. If anybody needed anything, mm-hmm. uh, we we were good to go. We we were ready. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna say this as a, a first time. Uh, guest there I was so impressed by the presentation I could tell and I'm I'm a uh, administrator at heart and so uh, bro I I like a a ship that runs smoothly and as soon as we got there um, you know everybody bro was just super polite super kind I could tell everybody was on their a game and uh, it said it said a lot to me you know so that that's pretty awesome that you're doing that Yes, sir. I'm curious. I, I, I'll pop this question here because Ryan's mentioned it. Um, I don't know what GLOW is. So tell me a little bit about GLOW. What What is that all about? Yeah. Uh, a year and a half, maybe two years ago, I was asked to help out with what's called GLOW um, student ministries at our church. And uh, it's basically a ministry that helps out with like the neighborhood kids, oh, uh, cool. junior high kids, anywhere from fifth to eighth grade. And it's mostly kids that, you know, they didn't grow up in church. Their parents Mm -hmm. are not in church. Um, We do have some kids that did grow up in church and and their parents and their families are at church. But mostly it's it's centered um, for those kids that did not Mm -hmm. grow up in church. Um, And yeah, we had. And how how, how do you guys make the connection with them? Is that like through a outreach ministry or that's it's all kind of. Yeah. Outreach ministry. um, Yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of them have grown up in what we call. little lights or shine and they just kind of uh promote it into glow but yeah Mm -hmm. outreach um things of that nature so and and i love it and just recently they asked me to 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 run it to lead it with uh my friend chloe buxton Mm -hmm. and so we're doing the very best that we can and it's so fulfilling so rewarding and i love it awesome you've had a couple glow students recently getting baptized right yeah 
A couple of GLOW students have gotten baptized. That's incredible, um, man. Some have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we are so excited. We really, really are. That's making an impact. I remember being at that age, and um, as we've you know previously heard that I was not exactly <laughs> you know a model citizen. You were. I was not a model student at that t- at that time. But I remember being at that age group, and uh, one of one guy specifically. There was a lot, so I shouldn't name just one. But one guy, I think I've I've mentioned it before, was Roger Carruth, and he he, you know, he put up with a lot with me. Yeah. But he definitely made an impact on me. Absolutely. That I'll I'll never forget. And mm-hmm. even now that I'm in kids ministry myself, um, that's kind of, that's part of my why is you know I want to be because Roger was the cool guy, man. He mm-hmm. was. He played the organ, you know, he, he dressed good. Um, he, he was just a cool guy and, um, he had, he was, he was a preacher. He's had the, the alpha personality, really, really cool guy. And I wanted to be that for, for these kids whenever I joined kids ministry. And I think that's great that you're being able, that you're doing that for them. You're being their Roger. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool part about that is, you know, Bubba or brother Roger Carruth, he probably didn't know that you looked up to him like that at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me and you and and, and anybody that's involved in kids ministry, you might not see it right now, but in the future, it's definitely going to show that, that it paid off. And let me just add, like a lot of those kids, they're probably going to my class for the pizza. And mm. the uh, and the Gatorade and the mm-hmm. soda and the snacks, um, but one day they're gonna they're gonna go to church for more than just pizza. Absolutely. And so you know we're excited and we're and we're pushing forward. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Did somebody say pizza? P- <laughs> 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 well, what I wanted to say something too is that um, I'll even say uh, take it a step further. I know this. You said this ministry focuses on kids who maybe weren't raised in church, but even for those of us who were. Um, and it came from, you know, great homes, great ministry families, um, people like you and, you know, that are in this type of ministry can still have an, a great impact on Absolutely, those yeah. kids. And I remember for me, that person was Jesse Galindo, Pastor Jesse Galindo. Um, you know, he was, um, well, one of my dad's best friends, but I knew him before he was everything he is now where he's a pastor and doing what he's doing. But he was, even before he was my youth pastor, um, he just... He was another adult that was personally invested in my life and uh, was a different voice than my parents. Not that my parents' voice wasn't impactful, but it helped f- solidify and fortify what they were teaching me and in a very uh, difficult stage as a preteen, early, te- early, you know, young teenager. Uh, his voice of, of wisdom was a voice of reason in my life and his testimony, you know, was just wonderful. And to this day... Uh, I I very highly admire him uh, for the impact that he had in my life. So your bro, your ministry, I think it, I know you have that focus, but I think it goes beyond even just those kids. I mean, you're Absolutely. you're touching the lives of of these kids, and and you're making a difference. And I think that's wonderful. That's that's awesome. Absolutely, bro. Good point. In your opinion, as a as a leader, and I know you lead in in hyphen um, in the secular world. Um, you're, you're a co-owner of Optimum Air. Um, what are, what are some of the most important attributes of being a successful leader, regardless of age, whether you're young or old? You know, I've, I've always thought that consistency, uh, persistence, uh, yeah. things of that nature. I think, I think those go a long way. Um, you know, just showing up, 
show up on time, show up ready to go, mm-hmm. um, be willing to help, um, and be a team player. And all those things can lead to towards success and, and really anything you do and anything you put your mind to. So, yeah, I think, um, man, you hit on my pet peeve. And if you guys, for all our consistent listeners, you know, that mine is being on time. Um, that's, that is a huge, huge pet peeve of mine is being Mm -hmm. on time. What would you say is one of the most, um, important qualities for, um, a successful leader for the game? Uh, for me, it's definitely integrity and character. Right. Um, and if you have integrity and character, then, then those other things that we're talking about are also going to be part of your, who you are as a leader. But, um, something that my dad taught me very early on about leadership is that trust, you know, we always hear people say, well, you know, trust is earned, you know, and, and you do like as a leader, you have to earn people's trust, but your integrity, uh, is verified when people, in other words, people will trust you when they can verify that you're truly an integral person. So if you're up there saying like a great example, we're talking about being on time. I can't stand up and tell my, my music team, you guys need to show up and be on time to practice, you know, quit being late. And then I show up late. Right. That, that, that cuts my integrity. No as a leader. Stand on there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I think that's, uh, for me, that would be that the answer there. I think a big one is, um, understanding your audience, if I can say it like that, knowing who you're talking to, knowing That's who good. you're trying to lead. Um, and uh, just 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 understanding that, uh, understanding more than what meets the eye, uh, understanding things that go below or beneath the surface. Um, Ryan and I like to play basketball. We're, we're basketball players, um, hooked on it since however long. Uh, but everybody on the court can see. Mm. Everybody on a basketball court can see. Uh, but the best players are those players that, that have what's called vision. Mm-hmm. And those are the players that uh, uh, they're worth more than just the other nine players or however, mm-hmm. however many it may, may be mm-hmm. that can only see. Mm-hmm. So vision is important. Understanding more than just what meets the eye, um, that goes a long way, uh, in my opinion. That's yeah, a really good point, bro. Yeah, that's really good. Um, oh, I had another, we had another question for you, Oscar. Um, talking about you know your leadership and as we mentioned you play different roles you uh, help run a business so in the entrepreneurial uh, leadership you're also involved in ministry and maybe not even you lead one particular ministry but I know you're involved in other ministries as well and so I think one of the things that you were just talking about vision uh, one of the one of the things that maybe can be overwhelming at times when you have your hands in so many different pies if you will is how you can stay motivated or have new ideas or kind of keep things fresh as a leader. So in your opinion, um, how do you generate new ideas? How do you keep things fresh? How do you keep that motivation going, you know, for all of these areas that you're leading in? Yeah, when it comes to ministry, I think, um, like I said earlier, it's just so fulfilling. And, and, and if, if we as leaders have genuine and sincere motives, um, that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And not only does that help those people that we're leading mm-hmm. or those people that, you know, uh, yeah, that we're leading, it helps you because that helps to keep that fire lit. Absolutely. Um, and that passion that, w- you know, that you have for uh, whatever you're doing in whatever area that you're ministering or um, in the secular world or in the, in the secular sense, um, 
it, it keeps that fire going. So um, be be genuine, be sincere, be passionate, mm-hmm. um, and that goes a long way. Absolutely. Kind of to, to tie into that um, on staying motivated, what, what would you say um, on preventing burnout? Because burnout is something that I think if we're real – Every leader at some point, every every leader at some point, even even if they want um, that they they have good intentions, you know, burnout is a real thing just because of life, um, jobs, bills, everything. So what what do you say about that? Yeah, for us in particular um, with Optimum Air um, or let me let me give everybody, you know, a little backstory of our company. Um, We 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 run an HVAC company in San Diego area. It's a heating ventilation and air conditioning company and uh in the summer i mean we are so jam-packed with work it, it, it's crazy and uh a lot of times julio and i we even have our little side jobs and and recently we've been so busy that we've been doing our side gigs after work and working like even until midnight past midnight wow. and so to prevent burnout we just have to be smart about you know who we say yes to who we say no to mm. and uh that that's very very important understanding your your limits understanding your boundaries and and it's okay to say no it's okay it's okay not to take that job if it means keeping your sanity sometimes you know absolutely so i'm gonna write a book or maybe there already is a book (laughs) the power of saying no hey write it i'll I'll write that book write that down bro it'll probably be really short like one chapter (laughs) i'm not like a a great author like gabe is oh please um yeah. That's Gabe, wh- what do you have to say about burnout, man? Like preventing that. And, and if you, if you know you're in it, like yeah. how do we get out of that? Um, my answer is going to seem not so spiritual and kind of basic, but that's all right. That's but, all right. This is practical too. Yeah. This is really practical, but it is spiritual. And the answer for me is, um, know the value of real rest mm-hmm. and mm. take time to rest. That's I'll, good. I'll, I'll tell you right now, man. Um, I was raised probably like you guys were uh, in a ministry-minded home. Uh, my dad lived to serve the kingdom of God, the church, and he worked. And funny, he actually did uh, heating and cooling for a while. Um, he was an electrician. He was an electrician, right? Hello. He was an uh, aviation mechanic, first in the Marine Corps, and then when he got out, he worked in that. And I, at one point, I kid you not, uh, to make ends meet, my dad was working three jobs. He was working on base eight hours a day. He'd get off, he'd do part-time electrician work, and he would go work for a wow. um, uh, heating and cooling company with some of his friends. And he was a ministry leader in the church. He was one of the, you know, Pastor Erskine's right hands. Running a department head, especially the music ministry. Yeah, it that's, was just, it was insane. No joke. And every Saturday we were at the church. Every, every I mean, we were just, we lived to serve in the kingdom of God. You're convicting people right now. Yeah, and, but, here, but check this out. This is actually a really valuable lesson. And I, speaking of books, I wrote about this actually in my book. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, and I, I tell this story to people. I learned how to swim at the age of 14. I'm not a good swimmer. Uh, and, and I mean, I like I like to get in the water. I can swim now. I can tread water. But even now, like, you know, there's those people that are just like fish, you know. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not a good swimmer. So anyway, my point is I learned how to swim so late in life. And my parents will tell you this. You know why? Because at that time, my parents, my dad worked so hard that he never took the time to teach us how to swim. And he will tell you that. 
Man. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what an impact that made on my life. Not that he didn't do it, because at the, at that time I didn't care. Who cared if he knew how to swim? But when he actually, as we you know got older, and he talked to me about this, he said, you know, one of my biggest regrets, and I I can say this publicly, is that I was so focused on everything that I was doing that there were these little things that if he had just like you said, taking that time to stop, knowing when to say no, you know, and taking that time to one, get his rest, but also turn around and invest that in his family. And yeah. bro, you you don't know the impact that had on my life yeah. where, Hey bro, I'm a hard worker. You know, it's my wife teases me all the time and my family. They're like, dude, you're turning into dad, you know? Cause <laughs> like I'm, I, my dad texted me last a uh, couple weekends ago. He's like, Hey bro, what you doing? I'm like, I'm cleaning out my garage. He sends me a picture. He's cleaning out his garage. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm turning into my old man, dude, for real. Uh, you know, but one thing that I've learned is, bro, you have to take that time to rest. I mean, that's just, that's even a, a, a biblical principle as well, you know. And so um, I know that was really, you know, probably longer than it needed to be. But no, that's, no, that's good, man. Rest people people need key, to hear that, bro. man. Absolutely. Because I'm going to tell you, if you don't, I'll tell you this. If you don't stop and get sleep and get rest or even spiritual rest, and I'm not saying be a slacker and go on a sabbatical. I'm not telling you, go, don't go up to yeah. your pastor and be like, hey, I, Brother you Gabe six said, month rest. yeah, I need to rest. We're going to go on vacation yeah, for the next week. Do no, not shout not what, out the leader huddle. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying every day, take that time to just get that right. that rest. Yeah, Bro, if you don't, you, not only will you spiritually burn out, but bro, your body's going to shut down. Definitely. You're, you're going to suffer yeah. in some way. So, Yeah, I think, and I, I've mentioned it before on the podcast when we've, um, we've talked about burnout. And my biggest thing is, if I if I start to feel burnout coming on is remembering my why. Yeah. That's why good. I'm in that ministry. If I if I start to feel like, man, this is just becoming too much. Remember yep. trace the origin, find the root of that why and then that should bring back to life. That should rejuvenate yeah. me to to c- carry on continue doing that ministry even on the secular side. Why am I doing this? Absolutely. Why why am I putting myself through like you, like you said about your dad working three jobs and, and working that crazy schedule 5 a.m. to midnight is, is that's, that's brutal on, on himself. But, but the why is he was providing for his family. And that is something that not only, um, carried over to him and, and he was able to, to, to grow from that, but you were because Mm -hmm. you've seen that and a work ethic, you know, it just, it really flowed downhill. So remembering the why, is a is is vital you know don't don't let don't ever become desensitized to that and um remember your why and whatever you're doing and and you'll carry on um kind of to shift back to oscar now we kind of got off on a tangent (laughs) there those those were amazing points that was good yeah um kind of to to go over what what your vision is for your glow team because we talked about staying motivated preventing burnout what are you talked about vision yeah yeah where do you um, where do you see Glow going? Like, wh- what do you want to do with Glow? Because you've been in that role what about six months now? Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, I I want to give them truth, and I don't want to I yeah. don't want to sugarcoat it. I don't want to uh, I don't want to water it down. I want to give them the apostolic mm-hmm. Pentecostal experience. I want them to know that um, that there is a really really amazing life in the church. Amen. And I want them to know that. That's good. I, w- I want them to know that they can be, um, 
you know, leading Absolutely. the way that I'm leading right now and whatever, sure. and whatever yeah. capacity that I'm doing it, they can be that person. They can, they can be singers, um, on That's a Sunday so morning. They, they can be running glow one day. They can be the youth pastor one day, Absolutely. you know? So, um, this is the best life, man. And I want to, I want to give somebody else the opportunity at that. That's, That's awesome. Great. And you know, what's what's awesome about that. Um, Oscar is that, um, you said something. I, I love what you just said, that they can be the leaders. Um, I'm I'm 29 years old. I'm going to be 30 uh, next year. And sometimes people ask me, like, oh, how long have you been in leadership? And I say, well, uh, I started in leader, like true leadership about the age of 12. And they just look at me funny, mm-hmm. bro. Like, yeah. bro, come on. Like, come, give me a real answer. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. And going back to Jesse Galindo, okay, he was my youth pastor. I joined the youth group, 12 years old. And uh, they had, you know, like a little voting system. I don't know how it all worked. I don't, to be honest, I can't remember that. But all I know is by by 12, like six months into the youth group, I was a junior youth leader. Yeah. We had two seniors and two juniors. And that's where I started learning leadership principles in a group setting amongst my peers. And like my first responsibility was I was in charge of the monthly newsletter. That was my responsibility. Like as a junior leader, I didn't have, I didn't, I wasn't telling people what to do, nothing, but I had to put together a cool newsletter, take pictures with a little windy camera, you know, and, and I don't remember how we did it, but I just, that was a, my level of responsibility as a junior leader. But what, what Je- with the vision that pastor Galindo had was I'm starting to train these kids up now. Like you said, that you can make a difference in the kingdom of God right now amongst your peers yeah, that's so good. And um, so that you know, those lessons. I don't, you know, what what does the Bible say? I think we heard uh, somebody say it recently. Uh, I know your brother even mentioned to me. You know, despise not the day of small beginnings. Absolutely. You know, um, so when someone says, "How long you been leading?" Well, I don't can't do. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Twenty nine minus twelve. <laughs> but that's that's the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't I don't want to I don't want to make it so far. I don't want to go a long way only to realize that I went the wrong way. Mm, I, I don't want to cut good. corners. Um, Bishop Larry Booker, he, he preaches one mm. of my favorite messages about not cutting down the fruit trees of life. Basically mm. in the book of Deuteronomy, God says, yeah, go conquer those, go conquer those lands, go conquer those other nations, go conquer those, those cities. Um, but when you conquer them, don't cut down the fruit mm-hmm. trees. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I want to be successful. Yeah. In this life, I want to conquer my mountains. I want to conquer my, my nations. I want to conquer my cities. But while I'm being successful, while I'm while I'm doing this and I'm doing that, I do not want to uh, cut down those fruit trees of holiness. Mm. I don't want to cut down the fruit trees of of family. I don't want to cut mm-hmm. down the fruit trees of, of friendship. Yeah. Um, and, and the same can be said in the secular. Absolutely. Um, with optimum air, we can't we can't cut corners. Yeah. You know, Um I don't want to cut down the the proverbial fruit trees of of good bookkeeping. Yeah. Or just, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So attention to the smallest of details. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cutting corners, man. And that's good. I, All right. Can I we get the that. organ? And if you Come guys want to send uh, your weekly offering to <laughs> us. <laughs> to the leader huddle right um, now. Cash app is the leader huddle. The leader huddle. That's right. And uh, just put a note in there for Oscar or we're going to spend it on other things. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll no, make bro, sure that we is, get that to him. Bro, that is, that is solid uh, wisdom. For somebody, um, you know, so young. Um, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but I feel like you're not older than me. I probably are. You older than me? No, sir. I'm 27. Oh, okay. Well, you're you're not that young. 
I mean, you're young, but I'm getting up there. Yeah, I'm getting up there. You're closer to thirty. We fill it every time we play basketball. Yeah, man, that's that's solid wisdom, bro. And and um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my last little two cents in here, and that is that um, I really believe, even as you were saying this, and I know this is a podcast, and um, you know, and I'm anyone who knows or should know this, I have no uh, spiritual uh, responsibility or authority over my brother Oscar right now, but I do feel like in the Holy Ghost, that God has put you in that in that leadership Amen. position at this time for this season. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you right now, bro, um, not enough, and I'm talking about apostolic Pentecostal church, we're all apostolic Pentecostal, born and raised in this, and if you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, what is that? Hit us up, we'll talk to you, give you a Bible study, thy word is truth. Mm-hmm. But let me, let me say this, dude, not enough current, Youth pastors, youth leaders, junior leaders, you know, children's ministry are willing to have these discussions that we need to have right, right now in this day and right. age, bro. Gender identity, homosexuality, yeah. you know, the pronoun thing, you know, yes. I, even uh, and <laughs> I feel like we're preaching right now, but even like dealing with addictions to pornography, right. all of these things, you know, I I uh, was our pastor, man, Pastor Tim Arroyo, shout out to him. He threw down this past oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah, you were telling me He about preached this, his dude. message about the works of the flesh, and I'm telling you, in seven years of his pastorship as the lead pastor of this church, I mean, he's a phenomenal preacher, but I haven't heard him preach it that straight. Wow. But, and I, not that he doesn't preach straight other times, but he was just right, very right. direct. He was in the Holy Ghost, yeah. And he was, he was in the Holy Ghost. It, he preached like an hour longer than he normally does. But what I loved about it is he didn't just condemn or say these things are wrong, but he actually gave hope. And he said something that really struck a chord to me. He says, we, the world is having these conversations about gender identity, homosexuality, you know, the, all the stuff we're seeing in this world, you know, Black Lives Matter, segregation. The world is having these con- uh, conversations. They're trying to put it into our school systems with our children. And the church is afraid to have these conversations. Yeah. We don't want to dare say, you know, something that might scare people off. Hmm. And bro, when he said that, it just it lit a fire in my soul, dude. Right. That now is the time for God to raise up leaders. Is the leadership huddle, leader huddle. God is now is the time for God to raise up leaders such as yourself to make an impact in these young people's lives. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, bro, you might be the only one speaking that truth to them. Right. Yep. So, no, yeah, I, I, that was my absolutely the kind of like what. Um, you mentioned Pastor Tim said, if if they're saying it and they're pushing their agenda um, for what's okay in 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 the schools and specifically to the fifth and eighth graders, Absolutely. you know they're they're already getting it at school True. in the in the curriculum. They're getting it at school with their just with their peers and then social media. Mm-hmm. If they're okay pushing their agenda, all the more we should be pushing truth. True, that's right. We shouldn't sugarcoat anything. And and I love that you're doing that. Absolutely, and, and you're taking it. You're taking it on offense. You're not just being defensive and and having one-on-one sessions, mm-hmm. you know, behind closed doors and kind of giving the easy way out. You're you're going on the offensive just like the enemy is. Absolutely. Well, um, I really do believe that God has, uh, you know, put the church on the forefront for such a time as this. Amen. Absolutely, man. I hate to I hate to have to wrap this up because it's been so good, mm-hmm. but. Um, and it's just been, you know, leadership theory and, and ministry theory. Absolutely. It's been, it, we, we've, 
it's been well balanced today. Thank Absolutely. you so much for coming on. We're going to um, we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. For um, all of you that were on the edge of your seat, you can uh, sit s- back and relax now. Settle back. Put your seatbelt <laughs> back on. I'm no, going to be you- getting some phone calls from <laughs> pastors. What are you talking about on that podcast? <laughs> um, we're going to move into a much lighter segment and talk about a, a little bit of rapid fire. Mm-hmm. And, oh um, man, I, I honestly feel like I could answer some of these questions for you. But but before before we rapid fire, let's drop a code word real quick. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're going to give it to you now, the code word. So the code word is optimum. Optimum for optimum air. That's right. And truth is not optimum. It's necessary. But Woo! optimum. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. I'm going right. to add some organ sounds in here. So DM us that code word, optimum. DM us and you'll be entered into the code word challenge for some merch. Yes, okay, sir. Now let's rapid fire. Let's go. All right, rapid fire. Oscar, favorite trip you've ever been on? Uh, probably my first ever trip to Zion. That was just the first thing that came Ooh. to my mind. What's Zion? Zion? What is that? Zion is a national park. Okay. Um, and it's my favorite national park, my personal nice. favorite. It was amazing. You just um, you just completed what? That was your 50 states, right? When we went to Alaska? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in, to all 50 June. states. No, June, wow, July. that's yeah. cool. Julio, Ryan, and I, we went to Alaska, and uh, Alaska was the last state on my list to complete. Who, who was on the four? I, I want to know, now that I know all of you, oh, boy. who was quoting Psalms on the four-wheeler? Oh, that was me. That was me. They go, I'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. God are with me. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me. In the presence of my enemies. Hey! Bro, we were dying, dude. dude that <laughs> was why. So Yay, though I walk. Yeah, I don't know what came over me, but that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what came Maybe no, it was the Holy Ghost, son. Maybe, no, maybe, that quad tour was yeah. amazing. Maybe if I'm, I'm going to find name, that clip. Send me that clip, Brian. We'll, we'll clip <laughs> it and you. add it in here. No, it was so good. If I knew that company name, I would shout them out. It was it was phenomenal. 40, uh, 49th State That's Motor it. Tours. That's it. I remember it that. is. Phenomenal. Follow us, 49th State Motor Tours. <laughs> <laughs> so next question. Favorite restaurant in San Diego? Mandarin. Mandarin Canton. Mandarin Canton. That place is fire, bro. The one by Southwestern College. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otai Lakes Road. Very, wow. very um, good. I think, I think I've had Mandarin on my birthday the last six years in a row. Oh, wow. It's, it's amazing. Pretty good. I do not go visit San Diego without having a trip to Mandarin. Yeah. Wow. They, they Even though so it's takeout right now because of COVID, you guys need to go. So we're going to schedule a San Diego trip, and both Oscar and Julio have promised well, Oscar hasn't, but I've, I'm going to oblige him right now. Has promised to take me on some food tours, so Let's that's going to be added to the list, bro. And I, and I told you about Tacos El Gordo. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We, we need to go. We need to plan a day. Yeah. Let's just hit all these spots. I love it. I love it. All right, Oscar, favorite book? Uh, I'm going to have to say The Kite Runner. I couldn't put it down. I literally finished it in like two days. Say it's it amazing. again? The Kite Runner. Kite, kite Runner. runner. Yeah. What, is it, is that, what is that about? It's about... Uh, an immigrant boy. He there's like war, and I, I believe in 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 I Kabul, like in I've Kabul, yeah, in in Afghanistan. 
<laughs> and uh, they they migrate to to the United States. He uh, he marries over here, but then he has to go back for his half brother. And when he goes back, it's it's just it's it's is really it a, good. Is this a a, a a narration or is it a novel? It's a novel. Okay. It's a novel. Okay. Cool. Yes, sir. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. All right. Who, if you ha- only had to name one person, who had the biggest influence on you? Ryan. As a leader. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Negative influence. Maybe. Oh, man. Let's add the word positive. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you said uh, Brother Roger Carruth um, because prob- I-, I would have to say Brother Brother Carruth. Really? Brother wow. Carruth Jr. Uh, I, I, he was my role model, man. I, I want yeah. to be just like him. I wanted to, you know, dress like him, preach like him, whatever, talk like him, act like him. He was just the man. Had to get he the screen the down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to do that, but yeah, he's the man, the myth, the legend right there. All right. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much again for, for your time Absolutely. coming on to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for having me. Man, the um, pleasure I, was I ours. Did, I did want to say that uh, in, brother, in, in Mr. Golden's choir class, I did learn how to <laughs> sing, so I did want to sing for you guys if that's okay. Oh, yeah. You know? Let's go. Sing. I want to hear it. Y'all it pray makes for no me. difference uh-huh. what you're going through. Yeah, buddy. You're going to make it. God's going to see This is going through. on the clip, bro. Hold your head up. Put a smile on your face. This is another test. It won't last always. Hey. So get ready. Get ready for your blessing. For your blessing. Get ready. Get ready for your miracle. For your miracle. Get- Come on. Bro. Oh, man. Norman Hutchins, dude. Norman Hutchins. That's the wow. Man. You guys have to edit all of that. No, out. There's, there's 0% chance that happens, bro. <laughs> there's not even going to be a rapid fire section. It's just be like, hey, no. I want to ask you a question. Get ready. <laughs> hey, hey. No, that's what we're going to do. That's our new intro music. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> no, but. Woo. No, thank, thank you, you so guys. much, no, bro. Thank you guys so we much. We really for do appreciate me. your time. You guys are killing it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, man. Man. That was incredible. Bro, that was a great episode. I, I feel like we got into so many topics, but it, it didn't feel off topic. You no, know no, I mean? no. It was it was extremely well balanced. And yeah. I think um, regardless of what you're leading in, whether it's secular or in yeah. ministry, that there's something there. There's at least one nugget for you there. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe a couple. And we, we always try to bring on people on the show that... Um, you know, have some experience or knowledge about what they're talking about. Certainly, And I think Oscar bro is like the full package. I mean, yeah. not only ministry minded, which is, that's very obvious and evident, but even in the, um, secular leadership, you know, owning a business or being part owner of a business. And, um, I, I think we've talked about this maybe in season one, I, I vaguely remember, but honestly, bro, leadership, is, it goes across both venues, you know, mm-hmm. and, if if you're called to be a leader, you're called to be a leader everywhere you go. Right. And right. Uh, I definitely felt like that that was uh, Oscar's um, personality, his calling, his passion is like, hey man, I I, I could tell, and and again, I've you've known him a long time, I haven't. I could I could tell like he's the same guy. Yeah. Because you got them people that are like, oh well, at church they're on fire, but at work they're dip. No, dude, I could tell he's a real deal. So if you if you listen to that episode, I challenge you go back. And just listen to some of that stuff again because it was great insight and perspective. And I, I, I well, I think that if you um, want to t- get some singing lessons, you should call. You know, <laughs> he's 
Let me check his schedule. Let's let's check his schedule. Yep, it looks he's like available. he's available. <laughs> I, ch- I checked his out. I checked his vocal singing website. Yep, and it looks like there's there's bookings available. The bookings. Available. I'm not saying he's wide open available. Yeah, but he's available. Yeah, for singing and for he's 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 looking for uh, for the right prospective wife. All right. So, hop in his DMs. <laughs> okay. Hop in the DMs. All right, guys. Well. This uh, was a really great episode. If you are not following us already, we want to ask you to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is uh, at the leader huddle. You can also uh, go to our website, theleaderhuddle.com, and we have a lot of great content there for you as well. So leave us a review. We only accept five star ratings. Yep. Apple won't even accept it if it's less than five stars. We we have a contract with them. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Leave us a review. Let us know but how don't we're try doing. It. Just, just take our word for it and only put five stars. Thank there you. God you go. bless you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leader, leader Huddle. Out. Out. <laughs>